This is Adam Maxted and you're listening to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Welcome everyone to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. I'm Ross McLeod and not since I've seen Cody Rhodes up close at a Ring of Honor meet and greet have I ever felt so unattractive standing next to another man. He is the reason I didn't let my girlfriend come to this show. Shamrock was the most dangerous. Rock was the most electrifying. He is the most handsome. He is Adam Maxted. How are you, man? Very well, thank you. Uh, thanks for having me on. Not at all. Uh, so just before we begin, Adam, just tell the listeners where we can find you, like online social media and that. Social media, I'm mainly most active on Twitter and Instagram, and it's just at Adam Maxted on both of them. Cool. And you can find us at Suplex Retweet on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And also if you use that, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, Android, massive back catalogue, we're World of Sport, WWE, TNA, ICW, Source, PBW stars. So we'll start this interview the way we just start every interview at Suplex Retweet and it's just why are you passionate about pro wrestling and where does that passion come from? started at a very early age. I've spoken about it before, but uh, when I was younger, I was in foster care. And the guy that looked after me, the couple, he would go and visit his mum. Mm-hmm. And uh, he always brought me along and they always put on, it would have been like WCW back in there, back mm-hmm. in those days. And uh, I just remember being mesmerized from an early age and had all the figures and, you know, pictures of me when I'm younger, like posters all over my wall and just <laughs> kind of... Again, never really thought being a wrestler or anything was a possibility because for me it was like you had to be over seven foot and like from America mm-hmm. and there were just these larger life characters and I remember like when I was younger they'd come over do stuff in England and I'd stand outside the gym and try and meet them and stuff and like, <laughs> so I've always been a fan and you know I've said before like when I was in my teen years I kind of grew out of wrestling a bit because mm-hmm. most people when they're at school it's not really the cool thing to be like a fan of wrestling and stuff so I was kind of more into football and things and it was only when I started uh, sort of being towards my late teens when I started going to the gym and stuff I started watching wrestling again and uh, I was working in Marbella and I saw the two people had been signed from uh, Ireland to WWE and I was it kind of just blew my mind I was like mm. wow as if people from Ireland where I'm from can actually make it to yeah. WWE and I kind of really started researching it and realized how you know, there's actually wrestling schools in, back in Ireland, how big the, the UK scene was. Yeah. And uh, as soon as I finished working in Marbella summer, that would have been 2015, I decided like I was going to put everything into it. And um, I started traveling two hours to Dublin to train, you know, once once a day down there. And then I was training at Belfast as well. And, nice. you know, um, I'd been training about a year and that's when the, uh, the Love Island came along <laughs> in so- 2016. I, I was about to ask that my next question. Most wrestling fans know you from appearing on World of Sport, but you were first on ITV as a cast member on Love Island. How did that come about? Yeah, I was just, I remember being at home one day and a guy just messaged me on, uh, on uh, Facebook and just said, Would you be interested? And it was actually Take Me Out. Mm-hmm. And I went for the interview and stuff, and I just thought, you know what, this is maybe a bit, you know, mm-hmm. not cheesy or anything, because like I know Marty's done it and things, and, you know, it helped get his name out there and stuff, but I kind of thought maybe it's not the right move for me, so I kind of said, no, I'm not going to do it. Take Me Out. And they said, well, we'll keep you in mind for anything else in the future. And then, of course, Love Island came along, and I had to do an application form, filled in all that stuff. Um, and I actually sent, you know, when I got accepted for it, I sent the contract and stuff over to Joe Cabray, who runs OTT mm-hmm. back in Ireland. And obviously it's a huge promotion now, but it was just kind of taken off back then. And I've always respected and appreciated his advice and stuff. And he looked over and he said, you know, it would be a risk going on a show like that. Mm-hmm. But you never know how, you know, it could open doors for you. And I thought that if I went on the show and was just humble and just was myself and didn't try and play the game and just went in and said, look, I'm literally using the show as a platform to get my name mm-hmm. as a wrestler, then, you know, some, it might open some doors. And like everything's just happened it's just went crazy this past two years mm-hmm. since then like my career's just skyrocketed and you know apart from 
NXT UK and stuff. I've been a part of anything, you know, pretty much anything that's been pretty big in British wrestling I've been a part of. And I mean, people still label me as a Love Island guy if they haven't seen me before, but mm-hmm. now I'm starting to change people's perceptions of me and stuff. And I'm kind of being respected more as no, he's just, he's actually a professional wrestler. He's not mm-hmm. just the guy that went on Love Island. And that's what's pretty cool for me that I've been able to change people's minds about myself. Yeah, I witnessed that ICW back in September. Obviously, you fought Lionheart mm-hmm. and it was a, a typical Glasgow welcome you got. And yeah. near the end, you start, you got a please come back chant. They don't do that for everyone, mm. so hopefully, we yeah, see. that was. But I, I did get the Love Island Wanker chant. Which, yes, yeah, you know, uh, and I, I personally, I, I, I wasn't stuff. one of them. I, no, no, I mean, it gives me something to react to. You know what I mean? When I'm in the ring, if yeah. if people, that's probably is people's perception. As soon as I walk out, oh, here's that guy from Reality TV. But like you say, you know, towards the end of the match, they were they obviously saw somebody in me, and I will be back at ICW in May, so. It's good. I was sat next to Stacey, who's our biggest Love Island fan, our biggest Adam Maxted fan. So mm-hmm. I was, even if I didn't like you, I, I'd, I'd never seen you before. That was the first time I'd seen you, but I was forced because I was in punching distance of Stacey to support Adam Maxted. Yes. So, yep. so we've seen with superstars in the, like the Miz and WWE, a reality TV background can be a disadvantage. And obviously, you said you, you sent the contract to the owner of OTT. Is there ever any regret for doing the show? No, definitely not. Like, before I did the show, I was back in Ireland, like I said, training and stuff. And, you know, I was getting a match maybe once or twice, maybe every couple of months. But, you know, I wasn't getting in the ring consistently. I wasn't getting to learn from the mistakes I was making. Um, You know, you need to be in the ring consistently to keep progressing. And, like, people were giving me feedback. And then by the time I was in the ring again, I was doing the same mistakes because I just wasn't in the ring consistently. So Mm -hmm. the fact that I did that show and I've literally pretty much been full-time ever since... You know, it's uh, obviously a testament to myself and the hard work and, you know, because the sort of the draw or the appeal of let's get the Levan guy on our show, it yeah. kind of maybe can last for a couple of months. But then, you know, you talk about two years on, I'm still like as busy as ever and people are still using me. And like I said, you know, I'm part of world of sport and things and big things that are happening in the UK. And like I said, I'm still full time. So I, I have no regrets to... The show, it was a risk, but I, I was just myself and it opened a lot of doors for me and I'm still here and busier than ever, like I say. That's fair enough. So we've seen you at ICW, we've touched on it back in September, have an amazing match with Lionheart, now the world champion. You mentioned you'll be back for the King of Honours, the two nights in May. You're teaming with the Kings of the North, mm-hmm. one of Northern Ireland's biggest teams, one of Britain's biggest teams. How did yeah. that partnership come about? Corbin and Bonesaw, they're, they're two guys that I've known from the very start of my career. I trained with them when I first started back in Belfast. You know, they've watched me progress and I've watched them progress because they were a solid tag team back then, like two years ago, but through the exposure and stuff, OTT especially, like they've, big, they've gone on to become like even one of Europe's best tag teams. So you can put them, like some of the matches I've had, like War Machine and, you know, Mustache Mountain and the Rapture and like any, basically any big tag team that OTT were bringing in, it was always the Kings of the North that were getting those matches because that's how good they are. And for me to be able to finally step in the ring alongside them, it's going to be cool because it's going to be like full circles, you know, as well yeah. as, you know, it's not like it's just on any show it's on ICW as well which is one of the biggest promotions in in Europe as well you know so it's going to be awesome to be in the ring and you know people might say well you're not part of the Kings of North but I know them that well and I know their moveset and yeah. I know how they get that that it'll be no problem when we get in the ring so what would it mean to like, win the first ever King of Honours given the calibers of the team in the tournament you know if your progress is any fun place you've got you know more than hype also from Ireland mm-hmm and some of Scotland's best teams uh, what would it mean to like win that the first other kind of yeah it would, be, it would be that would be a huge statement to make especially team of two guys from Belfast against some of the best talent in the country that's being brought up for the tournament you know and I kind of don't really know where I fit in at OTT at the moment as well because I live in England so much yeah. there's a lot of dates that kind of clash with my schedule in England so 
the fact that you know if we do well in the tournament as a team then that might open eyes at OTT and could open some uh, possible you know matches there back in Ireland so I'll be giving it my all and I know that, that uh, Corbin and Bonesaw will as well so we're actually interviewing you before a PBW show where PBW and Airdrie they've been good enough to let us interview you here what was it that brought you to PBW was it just another chance to go somewhere else and prove yourself well I've wrestled PBW before and I love coming up to Scotland uh, I live in Newcastle so it's not too far and the fans are always great here and you know I'm always putting good matches when I come up to Scotland and um, I've wrestled BT gun before who I wrestled tonight um, and you know again he's just you know being out for NXT UK so again it's another challenge for me to they've obviously seen something in him you know to bring him into this to the roster and stuff so for me to prove myself against uh, you know a guy of that caliber again is it's a great opportunity for me to be back up here why ask you as well about a match I think it was December 2015 or December 2016 with Drew McIntyre 16 yeah yeah I, you mentioned on I think it was Twitter that you didn't think you were ready for mm-hmm. it and then he actually after the match said you had quite a future and what did that mean for someone that's crazy yeah because so basically I was going to my first Wrestlemania so that would have been 2016 mm-hmm. and as we're driving to the airport the email came through from WB saying that they want to give me a tryout mm-hmm. so I was like wow like I'm heading to watch WB in Wrestlemania and now I'm going to try it as soon as I come back so was buzzing with that went to NXT didn't know that Drew was going to turn up that night to mm-hmm. announce that he was coming back my match had already been announced for OTT so then again I'm sitting there in the crowd <laughs> see Drew come up on screen and I'm like sitting to my girlfriend Carly I'm like I've got to wrestle him in a couple of weeks <laughs> and my first thought was oh I'm not going to get that match anymore because yeah. obviously WWE are going to like stop him from but he was there they obviously sorted something out I was so nervous so intimidated uh, but I mean Drew's a fantastic guy he's one of the best in the world like you watch him now the fact that he's just been against Roman Reigns at Wrestlemania you know mm-hmm. and what he's done since he came back and what he did to make a name for himself when he left you know he was called the chosen one and things didn't work out but he didn't you know he didn't let that get to him he made himself one of the biggest stars in the world that yeah. it was undeniable that they had to bring him back again do you know what I mean so I remember being really nervous for that match I would love to do it again because I'm a better wrestler than I was back then but it was a huge learning experience for me to be in there with the, you know someone the caliber of Drew and uh, you know especially for the things he said after as well it was you know he didn't have to do that he could have came in had his match left but for him especially in my hometown to, to sort of say the things that he did about you know being maybe in the future and stuff and being a star was was awesome and it's motivated me to you know sometimes when you doubt yourself like which I still do at times you know when things you know you don't really know what's happening and stuff you just go back to moments like that and it just spares you and motivates you on that like you know there are people that believe in you and you know it just motivates you again to get back on track Uh, so you mentioned a WWE tryout how did the offer of World of Sport then come about was this through your previous experience at ITV or was it a case of Uh, no like so I was working for NGW which do a lot of the camps and stuff at Butlins so I was kind of one of them you know the newest kind of baby face guys that they brought in and and um, the fact that I was working for them so regularly they kind of had a link with the new ITV thing so mm-hmm. it was kind of just it just went hand in hand you know that you know they just messaged me one day and said you know we're, we're going to be doing this you know new season of world of sport we'd like you to be part of it can you come to Manchester and do an interview and stuff and yeah again that all just happened real quickly and obviously we filmed 10 episodes you know over over three days and it was it was a success you know and obviously a lot of the roster are no longer 
They're you know, they've gone on to NXT. NXT UK and, you know, no doubt it's, I think anyone that wrestles that says they don't want to wrestle for WWE, it's, they're not being entirely truthful because it's the biggest company in the world. It would be like a footballer saying that they don't want to play in the Premiership. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's everyone's goal. Obviously, people have different um, experiences there that, you know, mm-hmm. some go well, some don't, but I think it's everyone's goal to, to be in the WWE. See, as a Scottish football fan, it really means a lot to us when people don't want to play in the Premiership mm-hmm. because <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. we can it's like the draw of Rangers and Celtic can't keep people anymore. Yeah. So what's next for Adam Max? What's long term goals like if you maybe set a timeline for where you want to be in a set amount of years? You know, I, I was like when I did the tryout, I was like WWE was just the main goal, do you know what I mean? And I had people, you know, wrestlers at my tryout saying, you know, if if they're gonna sign anyone and take them to America, it's gonna be you because you're not that experienced and they can take you. And so in my head, I was like, you know, this is going to happen. Like, they're going to see me and like, I'll be living in Florida soon and at the performance center every day getting trained, which was the dream and the goal for me. But it didn't, that didn't happen. Again, I could have either been like, okay, well, I'm never going to make it. So I might as well pack it in now. But I decided that I'd get to work, put my foot, put my head down, you know, put my foot down. And I just decided that I would make a name for myself. And two years on, you know, I'm still as busy as ever. I'd say I'm probably one of the busiest guys on the UK, like all over the place. And for me, I just want to keep wrestling as, as consistently as I can, keep learning because although I'm wrestling full time, there's so much that you can learn every single match. You know, then match tonight, I'm going to take some from it and, you know, apply it to my next match. And I just want to wrestle as much as I can. And, you know, I'm only 27. So although I feel like I'm getting old, people are like, I've got loads of time, but you know, the dream is obviously it's still to be in WWE one day. That is, like I said, it's, you know, it's my big goal, but I'm happy and I'm content with how busy I'm at the moment and how much I'm learning so that when I go there eventually, or if I do get there eventually, that I will be sort of the finished product for them and I can be, you know, a star there. And tell the listeners whereabouts they can find you, like your next couple of bookings over the next maybe three or four weeks. Uh, the next couple of weeks, I, I will be at Southside in Sheffield on the 4th of May. And then I'm in Germany the week after that. Then I'm back up in Scotland for Grado's big wrestling bash, which is I'm not sure which part of Scotland, but I know I'm back. We're back up. It's in Glasgow City Centre, I believe it's in the, the pavilion. pavilion. Yes, we're back in the pavilion. Yeah, so I mean, again, I'm looking forward to that. And then I'm back in Newcastle, and then obviously at the end of the month, the 26th, I'll be at ICW for the big tournament with the Kings of the North, and hopefully we win there, and it'll be good to get back and uh, be in front of that crowd. Fair enough. So before we wrap up, you came for a bit quick fire. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, let's. Yeah, you look nervous though. Well, I don't know what you're going to ask me. So, <laughs> uh, no, easy ones. Rock or Austin? Rock. Oh, see, see, this, this is why you're not there in my book. Charisma, you know, just Austin was awesome and mm. was a badass and great, but kind of the wrestler and especially when I'm heel and stuff like that. I kind of you know just charisma yeah. and just quick firing and personality and just you know mm-hmm. and as obviously the things he's gone on to do after wrestling as well. You know, yeah. he's a very motivated and inspiring guy as well. So. Uh, Hogan or Savage? Hogan. Dudley Boys, Hardy Boys, or Edge and Christian? It's tough. Hardy Boys. Hardy Boys. Yeah. What male WWE superstar would cause the most bother if they went into the Love Island Villa? Probably probably The Miz, because he, he knows what reality TV is all about, so he would know how to play the game, and yeah, definitely. What female WWE superstar would cause the most bother in the Love Island Villa? Uh, Mandy Rose. Because she knows what she's about, and mm-hmm. she would uh, again, she'd have guys falling on her feet, and she'd probably play them all off each other. And <laughs> you know, she knows as soon as she walks out the entrance and smack them that all, all well, you even see that the TV blurs out everybody yes. else, it's all the focus on her. Kind of what happens sometimes when I walk out to the <laughs> ring, you know, so we're you know, we're similar. Who is the best unsigned talent in the UK right now, other than yourself, for like WWE World Sport? Who's someone on the independent scene that you think people should really watch out for? 
easy. Lucas Steele. Lucas Steele. Um, I wrestle him daily down at Butlins. We have some great main events. You know, six foot five or six foot six. Just has the look, has the the determination, the passion. And, you know, he's already getting opportunities. And I think, especially in the next year, you're going to see him everywhere. King of Honours, obviously, coming up, we mentioned that. If you could team with any two wrestlers from any era, dead or alive, to be in the King of Honours tournament with you, other than the Kings of the North, who would you team with? Any era wrestlers. Any. Dead or alive. Dead. So I would be with Rick Rude mm-hmm. and Mr. Perfect. That'd be an amazing team. Yeah. It'd be a team you'd love to watch, but you just hate them and so I'm much. Like, I'm like the young Randy Orton because <laughs> I kind of see myself as the UK Orton and Miz mixed together. So mm-hmm. we've got the reality TV background and cockiness, but then yes. just the smug and the look of Orton. And mm-hmm. I take a lot of my moveset from him. And he's getting towards the end of his career now, so there might be room for maybe a new you know, the new best drop kick and power slam and things in wrestling. So, <laughs> you know. So, and finally, dream match for Adam Maxton in the future. Would be Randy Orton at WrestleMania. Randy Orton at WrestleMania. Yeah, like a, swear? like like a me to earn a contract versus his career. Amazing. So I could end his career by earning myself a contract for WWE. That would be the dream match. That would be actually something I'd love to yeah. see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so thank you very much for doing this. Thank you very much thank for having me. The time. Uh, thank you to PBW for giving us the space and the time to do so before this show because we're about an hour before showtime so we've got to let you go I've got to get my pecs pumped in the oil on you know? <laughs> that's it so one more time just tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter yeah Twitter is just at Adam Maxted and same on Instagram at Adam Maxted there's there's some fake accounts but mm. not being cock or anything but there's the blue tick so you know <laughs> yeah. and you can find us non-blue tick at suplex <laughs> Instagram I'll, I'll, I'll work on that and Twitter we have Adam Maxted working on it and you can use that to find us on iTunes Spotify Anchor and all Android podcasting sites, right? See you later. Listen, cunts, I don't care what the fuck you think you're doing. Whatever you think is more important with your life, you honking bag of d- tips. You know what you should be doing? You should be going online, you should be subscribing, you should be listening to the back catalogue of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, whatever the fuck you're doing, that's what you should be doing. I don't care if it's your mum's birthday, I don't care if she's feeling contractions. Get on it right now!